were you caring about traveling and packing for L.A. or New Orleans? Uh, I've been in New Orleans way too many times <laughs> uh, for my own health. So the idea of going to Los Angeles appealed to me personally more. And then obviously the, the opportunity for the Cowboys to somehow, some way, have another home playoff game that's in play too so uh i love la mike what is a reasonable percentage of cowboy fans that you think we could see saturday night oh man 40 percent. we put it at we put it at like 30 to 40 40 yeah. max uh now maybe rams fans come out of the woodwork because yeah. because this is the playoffs and they have a chance and they're favored by seven and all that and it's an event but, town yeah uh, right um, yeah that'll be you know Billy Crystal will buy a ticket to that game <laughs> right uh, but <laughs> but but that's that's Cowboys country there's no question about that and and we know that obviously from from training camp if you had a Rams Cowboys practice in fact I think they have right yeah they did they uh, had those. They remember um, we had uh, they Jeff got a fish fight. Of the brawl. Yeah, they they yeah, left. Yeah, the Rams yeah. left the stadium. Police that, forces. Yeah. yeah. When, when when we when we have Rams Cowboys practices, isn't that a Cowboys uh, crowd? Well, yeah, it's, it's a, a Cowboys training camp. Crowd. So yeah, that that'll be fun that day. And of course, Jerry Jones will bask in that. He he loves the fact that that he still owns Southern California, even though he helped put another team there. All right, give us the recap of Seattle. Where you thought. Uh, the game was one. Just kind of your own Mike Fisher game recap of Saturday night. So I do think that some, three to some fan, defensive trickery uh, and some strategery, is that what uh, Mr. Bush once called it? That, that that was big here. One, and I know I saw it a couple times, but I think they might have done it a lot, where Jalen Smith is a spy on Russell Wilson. Remember the play early in the game where Russell Wilson's in the pocket, then he runs to the right, and Jalen's running east to west with him. The entire time. And a spy is like a mirror. Whatever that offensive player does, especially an elusive quarterback, one designated defensive guy, and it can be a defensive end or a safety or whatever, but here it was Jalen. He just moves with him like a mirror. And then not only does Jalen go east to west, at the end he gets a pass defense. He's so on Russell Wilson. And I think the Cowboys did some of that, and I think that's a big reason why Wilson got controlled here. I also think that and I talked about this with Malik Collins and with Antoine Woods. I don't think there was much trickum, ickum with Dallas's defensive tackles. I think they just played bully boy. I, I think they are bigger and stronger and more aggressive than you. I and agree. I think they won that way. And then I'm going to try to confirm this here in the next couple of days. Remember when, when these two teams played last time and Seattle kind of suggested, yeah, we, we knew what the Cowboys were doing. We had their defensive signals. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Marinelli comes out last week and says, I don't care if they have our signals. We do what we do, which is a Cowboy credo around here. Yes. I, I don't think the Cowboys just did what they did. I think they changed defensive signals. I think they came up with fake signals. I think they did things without signals. I think the Cowboys completely revamped defensively how they send in plays and how they signal plays and how they communicate plays. And I think that's a very hidden and positive factor for Chris Richard and Rod Marinelli and the coaching staff. Did, did it seem like the, uh, the the team was a little bit surprised that Seattle took such a conservative approach in this game? Except, isn't that what Seattle always does, Chop? They, they, they try to run for 187 yards, uh, and the last two meetings with Dallas, they rush for 2.7 yards per, but they run a lot. 
and they only throw at 121 yards per, but they win at the end with Russell Wilson. The difference here is they didn't win at the end with Russell Wilson because Dallas's defense was too good, and Dak Prescott was better. What a boost wow. from a guy that was supposed to get 30 touches a game, according to Stephen Jones, hurt again <laughs> as he has throughout uh, has been throughout his entire career, and all of a sudden look at Tavon Austin with an unexpected Maybe. surprise. Well, and this is why uh, Cowboy fans listen to this program. Exclusive, exclusive. Uh, the, the great Mike Lombardi, who uh, I, I have so much respect for, I don't think he's a Jason Garrett fan. <laughs> so the former NFL executive is on Twitter all the time bashing Garrett. And during the game was kind of making fun of uh, how much Tavon Austin might be in the game plan. And, and as we talked about here all week last week, Tavon Austin was not in the offensive game plan at all. He did not take first-team snaps last week almost at all. He was about one touch. They, they, they wanted to give him the ball just one time <laughs> on a punt return. That was the entire focus of Tavon Austin's week. Wow. And, in fact, they got him the ball twice. And if not for uh, another Phantom clown call. show from the officials, <laughs> right. the four officials in this league are, are castrated from having power because they have to wait for a television director to tell them what a tackle is, Shannon's what reaction is, this morning is about is. to be priceless. If not for that, Tavon Austin has a double monster day. Instead, though, monster enough. And in the locker room afterwards, he's saying, you know, I know people saying Tavon's a bust. What, what Tavon was was hurt. And what he still is is hurt. His, mm. He's still not healed from his bone being pulled away from his groin. Mm. But, he, but he somehow found a way to contribute. One touch Tavon. That's all they needed. One Mike touch. Fisher joining us, BuyerSafety.com hotline. Oh, Take us through all the injuries, man. It seemed like man. every wide receiver got hurt. Man. Obviously Appreciate headlined by Alan Hearns. Yeah, and Alan Hearns uh, spent about two hours in the hospital over the weekend getting that surgery done. And what I'm told, it was, it was nasty in two ways, beyond just the way it looked. One, they had to relocate the ankle oh. from a dislocate to a relocate. That sounds gross. And then two, there was what I'm told is an open wound. And I didn't ask anymore, but I assume that when, the, when everything dislocates, that bone must have come Ugh. sticking through Ugh. flesh and skin. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And so put the ankle back together again Come and on, then base. repair the open wound. And I know, I think Chris Arnold yesterday was, was here on the fan saying, and he'll be fine for next week and he'll come back and they'll really, I don't know. What? Next uh, next year. Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know. You know Wait, next, about, Chris said next year, right? Yeah, yeah, for next season. Okay, okay. I thought you said yeah, next and, week. And it's certainly medically coming back by August is ad- absolutely uh, Alan Hearn's goal but, you know, are you completely the same after a procedure like this? Mm-hmm. And then what does the Cowboys receiving group look like? But for now, very happy that Alan Hearns seems to be in good spirits and got that thing fixed. And as uh, Cole Beasley said in the locker room, I'm sure it's not the greatest consolation in the world for him, considering what just happened, that uh, I, this is my words now, that his face and his chest and his thighs were facing north and his foot was facing fat south. Oh. But Come on, fish. the Cowboys got a win. Um, you know, that, that helps a little bit, I guess. Uh, and, Be- and Beasley? Oh, and then, yeah, Beasley, we've got that monitor this week. Uh, that, that looks like that, that foot that just probably won't get fixed over the course of this year. He's going to have to muddle through that. Suofilo is doing better uh, as of last night. And so, uh, so maybe he'll be okay. Although, 
Connor Williams, I don't think, did anything wrong. Um, Tavon Austin will monitor because mm-hmm. he may have aggravated that groin a little bit. At some point here, Lance Lenore comes up from the practice squad, I think, and joins the 53 at wide receiver. Fish, take us inside the locker room of the legendary grown man game of Dak Prescott, apparently. <laughs> yeah, here's – and this is really fun. I guess it was on national TV, and there's there's Zeke saying Dak is a grown-ass man. Um, what, what I don't want to get ignored here is they're both grown-ass men. Uh, what, what Ezekiel Elliott is doing on the field and off the field um, is is absolutely majestic as a player and then – marvelous to watch as a person. And I'm not saying that Zeke still doesn't go out and have his social fun. I'm sure he does. And I think Dak probably goes with him. And But but instead of Dak sneaking out the front door and Zeke answering the door, my old Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith parallel, maybe they both sneak out the back door just in time to get on home and stay out of trouble. Ezekiel Elliott emerging as a leader, and he's told me, I've never in my life been asked to be a vocal leader, so I've never been one. But he is one now. He is the hype huddle guy at the beginning of games, uh, and then there at the end of the game, he's standing on national television. Uh, you know, that's vocal leadership on national television, saying this guy is a grown-ass man, and news for Zeke. So are you, kid. Suddenly, so are you. Uh, you brought up Zeke. Uh, there's uh, reports over the weekend that you know he is kind of looking for an extension. What's uh, yeah, what's take on that? Yeah, about that, well, Fish. it's true, and... <laughs> Also looking for new contracts are Tank Lawrence, Byron Jones, Jalen Smith, Dak Prescott, Jason Garrett, Chris (laughs) Richard, Scott Linehan. So I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying that we can write that same story about every guy. I I can tell you that that for me, the story of this game is not how much money is a guy going to (laughs) make. The story of the, the Rams game is not how much money a guy's going to make. In, in fact, I'll say this about Dak Prescott's deal. We're, we are missing the boat. We are missing the fun by spending, and I mean the, the three of us and people like us, by, we're, we're wasting so much time on whether or not that pass right there just made Dak Prescott another half million dollars instead of enjoying this ride. Enjoy it, enjoy this, this it. Is, this is quite incredible what Dak Prescott has done as a mid-round draft pick uh, becoming a guy that now his his buddy Zeke says he's a legend. Not not quite yet, but but let's let's quit worrying about whether he's a 15 or a 17 or a 23 million dollar quarterback in a year and a half or whenever, and and enjoy this ride because Cowboy fans should know as much as we are entitled town around here. Playoff wins are hard to come by, not not just for Dallas but for everybody. And you just got one. Did Sean Lee play? Sean Lee, I had him down for four snaps. Um, now, Fox, before the game, reported he was going to get a ceremonial start. Mm. I have no idea where they got that from. Ceremonial? Uh, yeah, like they were going <laughs> to start him and then, then put him on the back of a parade and ship him back to Pennsylvania. I, I, I don't know where they got that. It, it didn't happen. The Cowboys didn't practice that way all week. They didn't warm up that way before the game. The starting weak side linebacker was Leighton Vander Esch, uh, and then Sean Lee uh, subbed in only briefly. So th- those people that are saying it's over for Sean Lee, I mean, you you, really. you get to pat yourself on the back today because four snaps in a playoff game, um, you know, that, that's not the end, but maybe you can see it from there. For me, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wait. Uh, Broadus keeps saying don't shovel dirt on him just yet. 
I'm going to go ahead and wait till it's done, and then then well, we can right. we we can say it's done, and then we'll throw the parade for Sean Lee. All right, uh, Jason Garrett just called in. He wants to come on next instead of eight thirty. So we'll wow. get you out of here on this fish. Yeah. Uh, Chris Richard is Tampa eliminated because apparently they have interest in Bruce Arians teaming him up with Jameis Winston. So is it Miami, the Jets, uh, with Chris Richard right now? Yeah, I talked to Richard on Saturday night, and he told me he hadn't spent one moment on preparing for any of those things. Yes. He said, I'm going to go home and get a pot of coffee and get to work on it. I think he had two of the interviews yesterday. I know that teams were saying, can we bleed a little bit into Monday? I know Cowboy fans are really fearful. They they think it's automatic he's going to go. But, Sean, just as you said, do the math. The the Bucks do Arians. The Jets do McCarthy. uh, And and now it's down to one spot uh, with the Dolphins. So I don't think you automatically lose Chris Richard at all. And, of course, if I'm a selfish Cowboy fan, I hope I'm right. Mikey, great stuff. Let's keep the party going. Pack the, uh, is the goat. What do you Carson, think the temperature is? Goes. Bermuda shorts. Uh, Bermuda shorts. Depends on how far, how close to the ocean you might be. Oh, you're appreciate the donation to have Grow the Nation. Yes, yes, yes. Banter. Appreciate it. Dak Prescott is the goat. Carson Wentz blows goats. That's funny as hell. Get out. Uh, that was 105.3 to fan. I might can stick around for Jason Garrett's uh, press conference. Uh, or a phone call or what have you, more so a phone call, and uh, get his insights of uh, the, the following week and, and the current week this, uh, this approaches us. Uh, guys, we got our hands full. Let's not think that this is a, uh, a team that we can just say, okay, we're going to walk in L.A., we're going to beat them down because golf sucks and – uh, they don't have a, a threaded wide receiver play and things like that. And looking beyond, start smelling the tea leaves, start looking towards the uh, the NFC uh, championship game and all that. One game at a time. It's it's good, though. It's good, though, because this going to feel like a home game. Trust me. They said 40%, but if you guys been down there to that stadium, if you guys been out there for the training camp or what have you, where it was the uh, Cowboys versus the L.A. Rams uh, practice squad, whatever it was uh, during that time frame, did that was Dak Prescott's first opening game as well in 2016. It's not a huge stadium. Uh, you guys remember Lucky Whitehead when he got the ball, he ran it all the way uh, to the end zone, and he celebrated uh, in the end zone. That was like many of years ago from now. <laughs> like 2016 to 2019, it just feels like it's forever. But what we got to do is still refocus our mind, do what we need to do to win this game. I'm going to sound like a broken record. You know, I'm going to make this say to the millions and millions and millions and millions of times, uh, one game at a time, T.O.P., we run the rock, we eliminate the turnovers that we can cause, you know, or that we do with the ball. We try to create turnovers when the opposite team or the opposition got the ball. And then on top of that, just throw the ball deep maybe once or twice, uh, a half <laughs> make this make these teams. I was trying to say every quarter, but I was set up for once or twice a half. Make the defense play honest. Uh, I still like the reverse sweep. I hope also. Uh, I didn't know that Tavon Austin is a little gimpy, a little bit or limpy, or uh, I guess still battling through that injury. I hope that he can come back in full effect uh, this coming Saturday. So far this year, hey, we undefeated on Saturdays. So, <laughs> hey. I, I, I like the ideal of, of keeping things the same. So 
at at the same time, seven fifteen Eastern Standard or Central Standard Time, eight fifteen Eastern Standard Time, seven fifteen Texas Time. Forget that. We will be lock loaded and ready. Uh, I don't know the uh, call to action will be that everybody wears their white. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, this is from Jaquan Williams. Appreciate you. He said Jason Garrett is the best coach for this team. I think, man, uh, speaking some words. Uh, appreciate you ten six. Dash 24 dash 13 on the Periscope. Thank you for tuning in to the Nation J20 back against the wall underdogs as well. I, that's how we like it. <laughs> we like it when everybody have us like under the bus or thrown in front of the bus or uh, just look like, hey, these are the old Cowboys one and done. And what's guess what? <laughs> we myth buster that thing up. We're not one and done. So it's hard to win games. And then on top of that, when you get into the playoff, it's even harder to win those particular games. But all I can say is momentum changes everything. And when we got the momentum, when we can play the style of defense that we can play and our offense is finally clicking. Ooh, boy. Ooh, it's Victory Monday, baby. Yes, I hope you guys got your coffee. I hope and I pray that you guys are drinking some good old coffee right now. Because, baby, this been what? Several Victory Mondays. So whatever we've been doing on every Victory Monday, and then it translates to a win the following week. Look, let's continue to do that. Junior, hey, the first person to put out there them wolves. Let's go. Praise. Praising. Praising this team. Let's go. Yes, A. Shy, what's good, man? Law underdog service best tasting crow. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, Tavon Austin didn't look a hundred, but he was he even rang against me. Yes, that guy, man. If we can find a good bill of health from him, ooh, he's he's that fast. He's just that good. Lenahan must go regardless of what happened to AV. We'll see, though. We'll see about that. Let's see if they got uh, Jason Garrett on now. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, hit up Mike Fisher. Tell him Law Nation said what's up. And um, just hit him up. Tweet him out. Let him know that you guys heard him uh, on 105.3 The Fan via the Law Nation show as well. Uh, also, hey, if you close in the area, go hit up Mavericks Bar. It's a cool little, nice little deal. That's Mike Fisher's joint. I know he's he, he's very, very humble about it. But the guy got a nice little restaurant and set up. And when we go into the, that part of town, uh, he always hook us up. Shout out to Mike Fisher, 105.3 so The Fan. Still commercial time. Um, finish the fight. WJ, that's what he said. This is what I've been saying all offseason. It's okay. It's cool to finish the fight. But we must start the fight. Continue to fight, and then we finish that fight. Meaning that I like the mindset of Tank. Tank is all on uh, <laughs> on, on Twitter. He got a, um, I guess a not a meme, but a video of him just tanking over somebody. Man, we need to create a new hashtag for that because he's trying to look for something like a meme or something. But that's what Tank Lawrence can do: <laughs> bowl over, punch. Punch the opposition in the mouth, and that's how we liked it. That's how we like it. Jalen Smith, the Predator. Yes, Calvin Williamson. Yes, indeed. Yes, Calvin. Yes, the Predator. <laughs> hey, uh, I hope he yeah, – this is Leroy Clark. I hope he does to Dion. Uh, like, you talking about Tavon Austin? Yes, 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 yes. He got that type of uh, skill set to flip the field and, and to get upfield and chase. 
man, it's just remarkable. Uh, no matter the success, no matter the adversity, um, when you have that, uh, you just give yourself a chance week in and week out. All right, we got a special 740 appearance from the head coach of America's team. Usually Mondays at 830. Sean and RJ with Jason Garrett on the BuyerSafety.com hotline. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Coach. Good. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. Congratulations on the awesome victory on Saturday night. The Metroplex is buzzing. Did it feel like, Coach, all the, the, the lead up is playoff experience and a young team and is the game any different did it feel like a different game or 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 kind of the same old thing as a regular season one well what you try to do is you try to make it the same and and you try to create an environment and practice every day and and each week when you play where you're you're playing uh to your absolute best of your ability and that's what we try to do uh each and every day here we try to create competitive environments so when you get in games like that, uh, it feels the same. You can just go be who you are, the best versions of who you are. And uh, this game the other day was not perfect by any means uh, in any phase of our team. But uh, I do think we played the right way. I thought we played with a great relentless spirit uh, that showed up throughout the ball game in all phases of our team. All right, Coach, kind of give us your game recap. Well, it's one of our uh, favorite things to do with you now, just right. taking us through uh, the game and what you thought were the biggest factors. Oh, I thought we I thought we did good things uh, in the game. You know, from a defensive standpoint, it was going to be critical for us to stop the run. Uh, number one rush team in the NFL, and a team that really wanted to run the ball a lot, and uh, we've seen that from them throughout the year. So it was going to be critical for us to somehow, some way, control the line of scrimmage and 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 be disciplined and and tackle well and make sure they didn't get their running game going. I thought for the most part we did a very good job of that. Uh, the other part was going to be to contain their quarterback, uh, keep him in the pocket, not allow him to get out and make the number of big plays that you see him make week after week. And I thought for the most part we did a good job of that, uh, trying to make his, his environment uncomfortable for him. So I thought the defense did a really good job throughout the game. You know, I thought at the outset of the game in particular, the three and out, the three and out, the three and out. Uh, they did a really good job simply getting off the field. And I think it was a combination of those two things, stopping the run, keeping him in the pocket, and then winning on third downs. And then they made critical stops really throughout the game. So I thought they did a fantastic job. Not perfect by any means. Certainly plenty of stuff we got to clean up. Uh, but I thought they played uh, I thought they played well. And for us on offense, it was going to be the flip side. Uh, they're a team that prides itself on, on not allowing a team to run the football against them. And we had to be persistent, you know, giving Zeke the ball and making making sure that uh, we gave him some opportunities to control the game. And, and I think if you looked at it, you know, really throughout the game, that was, a, that was a huge part for us. thought the guys did a very good job up front, you know, blocking their down guys. It's a really good front. Uh, the linebackers are outstanding. They got a lot of guys around the line of scrimmage. So there were a lot of dirty runs in the game, a lot of one and two yard runs, but Zeke was able to break out a few times as well. And I believe just controlled the tempo of the game. And uh, I thought Dak did a fantastic job throughout, you know, making some big plays in the game, making a lot of little plays in the game, uh, you know, critical moments, made some big-time plays for us. You know, some of the runs he made down in the red zone were huge to be able to cash in on some drives. And, uh, you know, I thought that was critical in the game. But, but I felt like on both of those phases, just it was the spirit that we played with that, that, that was really, really critical, you know, in determining the outcome. 
outcome of the game. Uh, we had some success. You got to keep playing. You got to keep going. And certainly when we have some adversity, the same thing. And, and I don't think at any point in the game did we blink. And then in the kicking game, uh, it's really the same thing. You know, Tavon made a big return for us. We had another return for a touchdown. Gets called back. Again, you just get back to work and you keep going. And, and I thought for the most part we were able to do that throughout our team. And that, that really that really separated us and, and was, the, was the differential uh, in the end of the ball game. Jason Gare right here on a victorious Cowboys Monday on 105.3 The Fan. Coach, I was, uh, I, I was at the game, and I thought that that was the best home crowd I can recall um, in, in about a decade of going to the stadium for the pregame shows. But did, did it jump out to you? Everyone seemed to be on their feet uh, on defense. The place was a madhouse. What did you think of the crowd home field advantage? Yeah, I thought our fans were incredible. Uh, you know, nearly a hundred thousand people there, all wearing white. Uh, yes. But most importantly, being loud, and uh, you know, being loud at the right moments. Uh, you know, making it hard for the opposing offense to function. And I can't say this enough or emphasize this enough. You know, when you're on the road and, and your communication is challenged, you know, using silent count, using hand signals, there's so many different things that you have to do to combat that. That makes a big difference. It challenges your execution throughout the game. And uh, I, I thought our fans were incredible, uh, really throughout. And, uh, you know, you talk about a relentless spirit. There are different times in that game, uh, you know, where there were lulls. And, and you know, we had to we had to get going again. And, and, and they were with us the whole way and made a huge difference throughout that ball game. Coach, most memorable play of the game, uh, the third and 14 Dak run. Was that a designed uh, play call, or did he do that on his own? It was a quarterback lead draw, and uh, so it was a design It was a design call. And in that situation, we wanted to run the ball and, uh, and force them to use a timeout or, or, or chew up some more time off the clock. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think heart of hearts, you know, the expectation that you're going to make 14 on that, you know, the exp- those expectations aren't really high. You just want to have a positive play and give yourself a chance to, again, burn some time and, 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 and convert on that drive by kicking a field goal. And, uh, you know, I thought our guys did a great job blocking up front. Zeke made a really good block. Yes, and then, and then Dak was, was unbelievable. Splitting two and laying out and somehow, some way, making, uh, making that first down it was a huge play in the game. Yeah, we've talked a lot about in the fourth quarter, a lot of come-from-behind wins for uh, the Cowboys and, and with Dak at the helm, you know, the fourth quarter game-winning drives and come-from-behind victories. Do you buy into the clutch factor and the narrative around Dak? Well, I just buy into mental toughness, and it's something we try to instill in our football team uh, really each and every day in everything that we do. And it's about being your best, playing with fight and conviction, and uh, playing with an edge to you and getting the job done regardless of what the circumstances are. And uh, it's so important in life. It's so important in football. And regardless of what the circumstances are, that's what our objective is. And, uh, you know, we have played a lot of games where the score was within – you know, one score of each other uh, in the fourth quarter. I think if you look at that stat, uh, we've played as many of those games as anybody in the league, and I think we've won uh, more than anybody in the league. Wow. And uh, I think 10 out of the 13 games, uh, excuse me, 13 out of the 17 games we've played, 
uh, have been in that situation where the game was decided in the fourth quarter and we've won 10 of them. And, uh, and Dak has certainly had a huge part of it, but I, I do think it's everybody on our team. It's our offense, it's our defense, it's our kicking game, it's everybody has a piece of it. And Dak is certainly, uh, his leadership and his ability to execute in those critical moments has been contagious throughout our team. Coach, have you and Dak kind of come together in recent weeks and, and, uh, formulated <laughs> even more of the game plan with more input or has it kind of been the same? Uh, throughout the entire season when putting together the offensive game plan between you guys and Scott. What did he go say? Well, I think our offensive staff does an excellent job. And, uh, you know, as we talked at the outset of the year, we've got a lot of young players on our team, a lot of new moving parts, and it was going to be critical for us just to continue to grow over the course of the season. And I think we've done that. Uh, we're far from perfect on offense, just like we're far from perfect in any aspect of our team. But we're certainly growing. And I think the way we played the other day uh, was how we want to play, very balanced attack, run it, throw it, and then, and then you have to make the plays in the critical moments. I think we're able to do that. But have you added more input recently? Uh, you're trying to get them. Uh, you know, it's, it's always a collaborative effort. Uh, we're always trying to do things the right way for our team. So uh, I, I certainly try to contribute in any way that I can. Jason Garrett joining us here on Sneaky. 105 through the fan. Uh, the 58-yard field goal attempt, was there thought of punting uh, or even going for it as opposed to attempting a 58-yarder and putting them at midfield? Uh, yeah, you, you certainly consider all the different options. Uh, I don't know how closely you followed our kicker, though. He's made a, yep. a 62 for us. He's made a 59. He's been outstanding. So we just felt like in that situation, wanted to believe in him and believe in giving him an opportunity there. And, and also, similarly, you believe in your defense. Uh, you know, if you do give them the ball uh, in the middle of the field, you have confidence in those guys to make that play and make a stop. Yeah, Chop, watch the games for a while. Yeah, right. Coach, how is uh, Alan Hearns doing? You know, Hernsey's doing better. Uh, you know, he had surgery uh, on Saturday. Uh, re- really, um, he was in surgery by the time we got off the field, and the surgery went well and uh, communicated with him a few times here in the last in the last day or so. But uh, everyone feels good about how the surgery went and optimistic about his return, uh, you know, and playing football again, you know, in the next six, seven months. So uh, he's, he's an unbelievable guy, uh, a, a, a true professional and a real inspiration to his teammates. If you look at the kind of year that he had, uh, every time we gave him an opportunity, he came through and uh, made a lot of big plays for us in the role that he was in. No different the other night, big third down conversion before the injury. So uh, a real pro, really helped our football team this year and has a lot of football left in him. Coach Colbeasy got banged up. We know Suofilo uh, missed the game. What, what other injuries are you guys going to be monitoring throughout the week? Uh, you mentioned a couple of them. Uh, hang on one second here. Let me think about it. Uh, yeah, you know we got a few different guys that are dealing with stuff. You know Tavon Austin dealing with that same that same groin. Optimistic about him. Optimistic though. You know Malik Collins an ankle. Um, Blake Jarwin an ankle. A few other guys. But uh, again, optimistic on all those guys that don't know the extent of how much they're going to practice. Uh, you know, starting tomorrow, but. But uh, hopefully, at least in a limited fashion, and more and more as the week goes on. Jason Garrett, join us here on 105 through the fans. Take a look at the Rams game. How does this matchup wow, uh, uh, look for you guys early on? 
You know, again, the biggest thing that we try to emphasize is us and what we need to do. Uh, certainly great respect for their team, one of the best teams in the league all year long. It's hard to win 13 games in this league, and, and they've done that. And uh, they're really good on offense. They're really good on defense. They're really good in the kicking game. They didn't win all those games by accident. But, uh, you know, one of the things that we'll keep focusing on is us and what we need to do. First order of business this week is to clean up the game with our players today. It's like a regular Tuesday for us. So we'll try to learn from that experience and then get our eyes forward on the Rams. Coach, do you anticipate a little bit of a home field advantage with all the Cowboy fans out there from all the years of a training camp? Don't say it. Uh, hard for me to know that. Uh, yeah. We certainly feel like we have a good Cowboys presence uh, out there, and uh, we'd love to have them come and support us. Uh, the, the the biggest thing for us, though, is to focus on us and what we need to do to prepare to play our best ball game. Jason, congratulations, man. Awesome win. Awesome job. Have a fantastic week, and we can't wait uh, for Saturday night, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. Okay, guys. Always enjoy it. Have a great week. Back at you. The victorious coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Jay Genius. What were you doing? What are you doing? What do you what mean? You what are you doing? What were you doing? Not watching football, apparently. No, 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 no. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to talk like, about it. You inv- no, we're, he didn't we're, answer the question. You try to squeeze him. Were you involved? Hey, I think, he, I think he kind of answered it. He kind of did. A little more involvement. Because he said, yeah, 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 you're always. Yeah, Ivy Leaguers do not stutter. That's right. Ivy Leaguers do not stutter. That's true. And I don't care what he says, even though he took the shot at us. I don't know if you guys have been following our kicker this year at all. We've fought a lot of He's misses. He's got a point, though. It's a hor- it was a bad, He's was a- made as many 50-yarders as he has 30-yarders. It was a bad decision. What's that mean? It was a he's bad- made as many kicks from 50-plus as he's made from 30 to 30. <laughs> guys, I got to rock and roll and get on out of here. But, hey, that was a good interview, though. They tried to squeeze him, though, with the offensive question. And like, hey, are you more involved opposed to Scott Linehan? That's what they were trying to say in so many words <laughs> Jason Garrett is not going to fold up like that you can't get that guy in the corner Jason Garrett is going to always say team to team he's going to stay keep it into parameters you can't outsmart or outwits him on that aspect of his uh, intellect his knowledge is very <laughs> is up there and now uh, they try to get him with the because uh, that could be bulletin board material and he already said, no, I just focus on our team. When they said, are we planning on having a home game in L.A.? You see what I'm saying? So Jason Garrett is smart, man. He's just brilliant in a sense. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. I cannot stress this out enough. Um, I really, 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 really appreciate everyone, especially especially those who've been with us even in the uh, the offseason, right? All the way through the preseason. And then when we were three and five, I really do appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, you guys just don't know, man. Uh, as as it relates to you all helping, um, I guess it's me giving you guys information. You guys help me out. Please leave a comment. That's more that, That's more than anything. Whether it's good, bad, or ugly, or indifference. Remember, I respect everybody's opinion, even if it's not on the same page as mine. I love to have different opinions. I love to have different views. Uh, please leave me your feedback of the channel, of whether or not you like the, uh, the radio in the background, the graphics and things like that and beyond. Uh, don't forget to show your support. Uh, whether it's just just coming on this page and hitting like button and sharing this content, letting a friend or foe or neighbor know where they can go to listen in to Cowboys content, uh, help me out, 
subscribe both subscribe to both youtube pages law nation 2.0 and law nation page for those who've been following me for a long time they know how law nation 2.0 was created so i'm always going to have to have two pages um and then on top of that if you're just driving around anywhere in Texas or if you're all the way in Hawaii or the UK, I got iTunes, Spotify, and I'm also on the Roku. So if you just purchase that nice 75-inch TV with the smart player in there and you got the Roku deal inside, you can tune in. And that's why I got the chat box to the left so that now you can say, hey, ain't T. Shirley, look, I'm on live TV with this guy named Law Nation. Yeah, they say he looked like James Harden, but this guy is really eight years older than James Harden. So James Harden and look like law nation you know all that type of stuff so that's what i'm talking about cowboy nation one way or another i'm going to say it so much so many times that you guys going to be like man I'm going to job. I'm going to work. You're going to be out there in the street saying one way or another. <laughs> My brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like Danny Glover. That's what it's going to be like. Yes, it is victory music time. But before we can get that onto your mental, we got to do this. I've seen it and I heard it and I saw it before. And let's do this thing right here. Yes, I'm country from Mississippi. Yes. <laughs> Yes, indeed, God. I cannot make this stuff up, Cowboy Nation. We are back on the grind. We are back into the mix. We finna get this thing going one way or another. You guys heard it. Yes. And remember, you're listening. And I mean, you're absolutely listening to nothing but the best. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get this thing going. Appreciate everyone. I'm going to read your comments. I'm going to read your posts. Um here there and everywhere when I, all throughout the day uh i was planning on doing another show but hey jason garrett interview came in and i had to do this and uh, let's listen let's go let's go cowboy nation y'all already know <laughs> Walking to work like this today. See right here. Meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall, you may conquer, see it through. Black may be the clouds about you and your future may seem grim. But don't let your nerves desert you. Keep yourself in fighting trim. Even the worst may be even how about you. Remember, just remember Cowboys Nation. Keep your head high. You're not facing what anybody else have not faced. 
you're facing what other legends have met. Keep your head high. Look forward to the sky. See this through, see this through.